Hannah. And she went in to pray before the Lord, and her heart was right. I'm not saying it's not, you know, but she was in there to pray before the Lord. I'll explain. And the, she said, it said her heart was heavy, and she was kind of like just, you know, muttering. And she was praying in her heart, but it was coming out like, and it could barely hear it. And the priest had mistaken what she was praying as if you're drunk. Why are you in the house of God acting like this when you're drunk? You're, 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 you're stammering over your words, but her heart was right. This is what the Lord showed me for the corporate gathering. When we're together, we should be distinctive about what we're doing. When we're praying, when we're worshiping, so no one would have to guess what's going on. I'm worshiping God. I'm worshiping God. And she ended up correcting, you know, the minister saying, oh, no, no, don't ever think that, I, that I'm doing that. I'm here. And she, he, she explained to him because he didn't have an understanding. He was just judging from what he saw. And then when he found out the truth about it, he's like, hey, may the Lord grant your request. And God did. Amen. Listen, there's power in the anointing, in the corporate anointing when we gather together. We just don't get up here and say, raise your hands and lift your voice just so it looks better. No, God inhabits your praises. You know, Scripture says, and, it, and it's used towards finances, but it goes and it's the whole principle. He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. If I praise and I seek God sparingly, I will reap his presence sparingly. But if I'm not ashamed to glorify his name, I make myself a target for the glory of God. I want to be a target. Paint me red with the blood of Jesus because I want to be hit by his presence. I want to be filled by his presence. And you know, to be filled is just not to come to the top. To be filled means to overflow. That's what God wants. You will never be satisfied with God and what He's doing in your life until you are dripping Him everywhere. Until He's overflowing. If we are filled to the top of our vessel, and the Bible calls us vessels, if we're filled to the top of this vessel, and that's all we have, that's selfishness. Because it's only about me. I'm filled. What about everyone around you? You can only hold so much, and God wants you filled to the top, but He wants you overflowing so that everyone in your life, everyone in your realm of influence, everyone that you come in contact with can experience the awareness and the presence of God. You carry the presence of God. You need to stir that up. I've had to do it in my life. I remember coming here whenever we, before we moved here, I remember coming here in other churches throughout the United States when I was a traveling minister, going into a ministry and it was bone dry. I'm talking about playing, all it was was a keyboard or, or a piano and it was out of tune, playing through old hymns and it, was, it didn't seem like there was a lick of any anointing at all. Does that mean God wasn't gonna do anything that night? No. 
even being introduced by the pastor. I mean, it was kind of a lame introduction, you know, just kind of like, hey, we're not even, you know, excited about the word. We just heard about how he ministers at the altar and okay, forget about the word, I guess, right? But God wanted to do something. So I didn't, I didn't become a thermometer just to say what was going on there. I sensed it and I knew something needed to be changed because God wanted to touch people. God moved that night. People got refreshed. People got restored. Prophetic words, whatever. There were some healings going on. God wants to touch, but we've got to be willing to make the change. We've got to turn that thermostat. Something you don't like, change it. Amen? Be led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. You guys got anything? Is there anything I need to pray for you too before we leave? I know you were helping out with the altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Is this okay? We okay? You guys kind of like, you know. Thank you, Jesus. Praises to you, Lord. If, if you're... If it's your first time here, hey, welcome to Spirit Life. We pursue life in God's presence. Like I said, it's not like this all the time. I don't, I don't know if it's meant to be like this all the time. There are times, and it's just, it's just being led by the Spirit. Amen. And I had a word prepared, and I was debating on giving it or not, but it's, it's kind of, I think it's, I think we just kind of need to end where we're at. We'll save it for next week. So don't. I worked all, all last week hard on that message. Don't, don't skip next week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's just, let's just touch heaven one more time. Father, thank you. We love you so much. God loves to hear you tell him that you love him. This is just giving him your affection. I trust you. Trust doesn't mean you know what's going on at all times, nor is God going to give you the revelation of everything that he's doing. You couldn't handle it, neither can I. But we can trust him. I trust you, God, in the midst of my circumstances. I trust you, God, in the midst of life. I trust you. Best thing you could do, whatever, whatever uh, uh, news that you would receive, whatever would come in the mail, whatever phone call that you would get that could be devastating and just changing, the best thing you could do right at that moment is just go, God, I trust you. I trust you right now. The first thing, we're going to start this whole thing off with trust. I trust you. You are faithful. And we do, Lord. We have no idea the fullness of where you want to lead your church from where we are right now, Lord God. We only see glimpses, but we trust you. We know it's going to be greater than anything you've ever done. And we just want to be a part of it. In Jesus' name. I just want to share with you guys briefly um, a, something I saw yesterday that really moved me. So as Pastor Jeff is talking about trusting in the Lord and being a target for his presence and how um, when we are and when God fills us up, we run over onto other people, right? Well, yesterday I had the, the privilege. I just want to share with you what that looks like because I think it's so beautiful when we see it. 
when, not just when we hear about it, but when we see that in someone's life. And so yesterday I got to go visit a dear friend. I um, also got to pick up my really cool nephew from the airport. I'm so excited he's here. But I got to go visit a dear friend in the hospital whose husband um, suffered cardiac arrest and is in the ICU right now. And I had just a few moments to spend with her. And while I was with her, we went into the waiting room. And um, I just, I was so happy to see her beautiful face. She shines Jesus. And even in the midst of heartache, she shines Jesus. And I was just loving on her and talking to her. And she sent me into the waiting room to go get a bag of snacks that they had. It was this big bag of snacks. And, and then when we looked in, she saw that there was this young couple who was also in the waiting room and had trauma going on in their life as well. And she had already been talking to this family about Jesus. And, and so she gets her snack bag and she goes and she tells them, hey, are you guys hungry? Come over here. Come over here. She opens her bag and starts, take whatever you want. Come and eat. Come and eat. And she starts to encourage them in the Lord. And she goes on to tell me that her family has made the hospital a mission field. How beautiful is that? How powerful is that? That is the God that we serve. They're right in the middle of our hardest times. Everyone around us can become our mission field. And we can open our hearts and our bags and begin to pull out those treasures that God's given us and freely give them to other people. Amen. That's what God's body is supposed to look like. I got to witness it yesterday, and it was so beautiful. I want to encourage you guys. God is so faithful. Press in throughout the week, not just on Sunday, but every day, making yourself a target for his presence, doing whatever it takes to connect to heaven, to engage with God, and to, to really receive all of his love that he has for you and all of his grace he has for you each day. I believe... The generation that God is calling us to be and the generations that he's rising, raising up is lingering generations, generations that know how to linger in his presence, just like Joshua. Joshua knew how to linger in God's presence, and God used him to take the next generation into greater promises. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just worship you this morning. One more time, Lord God, we just, we thank you for who you are. Father, I'm going to... Just as you place it on my heart, even more so recently, Father God, you said that when the priest would pray this prayer, that your name would be put upon the people, Father God, and that you would bless them. Father, and as sons and daughters in God, uh, we are your priests in the earth. As priests, we're meant to minister to you, stand on behalf of people. Let me just ask you here, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and today you, you've maybe felt his presence for the first time or you just feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit to, to give your life to Jesus, to, to accept the invitation, you know he's speaking to your heart right now and he says, son or daughter, come home. If that's you and you want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior today, would you just raise your hand where you're at? Say, that's me. I'll pray for you right where you're at. Say, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. Well, with that, Father God, I just, I just pray. May the Lord bless you and protect you. 
May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious and kind to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys. Don't forget, uh, next week, bite somebody. 10 a.m., come prepared. In Jesus' name.